Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we have a great topic. I am your host, John Westfall. This is my co-host, Pastor Duke Herget. Good to be back. And we have a great topic today. I think it's a topic that many, many people ask, many, uh, many people struggle with. And I think we just need to clarify it. And the question is, do uh, animals go to heaven when they die? More importantly, people ask, does my cat or my dog go to heaven when they die? And they're very emotional when they ask the question. I've had people come forward in my church weeping at our altars, praying for their pets. And uh, um, it's a, it's deep in the heart of people. It, it is. And, and one of the things that we see is people are, have become, as, as time has went on and and we see our society becoming more divisive and more, uh, truthfully, more hateful on every level, on every front. And uh, everyone is, is displaying this activity. Uh, animals love us unconditionally. Yeah. Lord, make me half the man my dog thinks I am. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, and that, I, think that, I think that really just kind of summarizes the whole thought process and and why we love our animals so much they're just first off they love us unconditionally uh they they will always come to us even even if we mistreat them uh and which everyone has i think to a degree they've mistreated their animal either by yelling at them or shoving them away or whatever that looks like no matter what happens dude they come back yeah they they live unconditional love no question about it yeah we could learn a lot from animals that's yeah. for sure i think what you're heading with this uh we're living in an age where people relationships are perhaps at an all-time low. Uh, there's so much abuse in our culture, so much disappointment. People let people down. They have expectations that, that others don't live up to. It breaks someone's heart, get broken, and you come home to your pet, and your pet's just, I love you, I love you, pet, throw the stick, I'll get it, I'll get it a thousand times again. Pet me, pet me, pet me. Right. Oh, I love you so much. Don't ever leave me again. I'm, oh, I'm so glad you're home. Oh, I didn't mean to pee on the floor. I'll never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, they love us, and uh, we find refuge. We have a codependency that develops with our pets. I know if I get... When I get older, and if especially if my spouse were to to depart to be with Christ prior to me, I'd I'd get a dog so fast. Right. Are you kidding me? Because so why don't you have a dog now? Because I travel, gotcha. And because they smell and they're expensive and they yeah. they shed and they chew things up and they bark. <laughs> when people come and uh, they they kind of totally disrupt uh, our lives, uh, and we love entertaining people and dogs don't seem to fit. Uh, into that our lifestyle but the the moment i'm home alone man i'm gonna go get a gonna, dog i'm gonna get <laughs> you're a, gonna get everything you just complained about i am and i'm gonna do it with all of my might and i'm gonna thank the lord for it i'm gonna get a greyhound a, a, oh my goodness a, a dog that's been you know it's racer and right. greyhounds are perhaps the ugliest dog in the world they, I would and agree they are almost. the sweetest dogs in the world so that would be com kind of kind of how i am to the world you know? ugly and sweet ugly and sweet <laughs> Yeah, so I want a dog that reflects who I am. So it's a greyhound when, when my time comes. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, look, let's go to the Lord. And <laughs> Ask him to forgive me. Gonna, well, you dude, pray. God's not going to listen to me. Listen, I uh, uh, I can't argue with facts, man. <laughs> I mean, so I Those know, are the facts, Johnny. Yeah, I don't know that he's going to have a problem with you saying ugly and sweet. I just, <laughs> 
Oh, that's what... All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we will get started in this. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you. Father, thank you for this time together. Father, give us clarity in thought and speech. Father, give us clarity in hearing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we do want to be sensitive to this because uh, the truth is I don't want to alienate anyone. Well, I think that the bottom line to this real quick without, you know, creating a, a, a firestorm, the Bible does not clearly say animals go to heaven or and animals go to hell. Obviously, right. they don't go to hell. It just, the answer is not nice clearly safe. in the scripture. <laughs> but it the, the whole topic is kind of in the heart of man. Right. And God created our hearts and he created our affections and he created the affections of especially these pets. I think we're really talking more about just pets than right. just animals in general. Yeah, it's really, it is about pets. So I guess, uh, does my pet go to heaven when they die would probably be a better question. <clears throat> Bless you. And so uh, there's a few things that we're going to uh, uh, start with and, and run through passages because I have a lot of uh, scripture here. Get us into scripture. And we're gonna, we we got to get into scripture. But one of the things that uh, we recognize, and I, I didn't pull the scripture up, I probably should have, uh, is King Solomon. And he says uh, in Ecclesiastes, excuse me, he says in Ecclesiastes uh, that people and animals are alike in the sense that we both die and go back to dust. Yes, they do. Our bodies go back and uh, body, soul, and spirit. Man was created in the image of God and the animals were created by God, but they were not created in the image of exactly. God. Exactly. And so, so there I think is the divider yes. and, and we're going to, we'll, we'll clarify all that. So the first thing I want to point out is that God created everything, including animals, but he created everything for his pleasure and his glory. So in, in revelation four eleven says, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. So the first thing that we recognize, God created everything. But just because he creates it doesn't mean that it's all equal. It's different. It's, it's different, and it has different purposes. And, you know, God gives us things <clears throat> to, uh, uh, for our enjoyment while we're here on earth. And, and I'm not sure that pets aren't included in that. But again, like you said, the scriptures don't clearly say that when animals die, they go to heaven. But the scriptures do clearly say that animals will be in heaven. We just don't know that they're going to be ours. That's the bottom line biblically. Uh, it's so clear that there's animals in heaven's going to be a lot like earth the way it was in the Garden of Eden. I'm convinced that. We know there's streets. We know there's walls. We know there's gates. We know there's mansions. Uh, we know there's plants. We know there's food. Right. We know there's music. We know there's people. We know there are angels. We know the presence of God is there. Uh, there'll be flowers. Uh, we, we know all of these things. So heaven, I think, is going to be very similar to earth because it's a common creator. It's just the earth minus the sin nature the, right. and the, the evidence of the fall. It'll be a paradise for sure. And there will be animals there. But we're not. It's the Bible doesn't tell us that our animals will be there. Right. But I have a verse that I always use for people that's to give them hope. Okay. Yeah. And I don't. I don't want it to be a false hope. But here's what I. I, I when, when I bring this up, I've. <laughs> yeah. I've had people pray. You look my like altar. you're preparing for this yeah. uh, share here. Oh, I love this. First Corinthians two nine. 
Eyes have never seen. Right. Ears have never heard. Neither hath it entered the heart, or the, the, the Greek word there means kind of imagination, the heart, the wonderful things God has prepared yeah. for those that love him. God says, what is your dream? And we could tell God what our dream is. And he could say, no problem. Yeah. Uh, I, I can dream bigger. I, I can do that. It's going to be so fantastic. Uh, when we get to heaven, uh, here's another thought. God will wipe away all tears. There's going to come right. a time. And I think for God to wipe away all tears, that might require God wiping away certain memories. I, but, I think without question, that's going to happen. Because God says he remembers our sin no more. Right. It's hard for me to comprehend that, right? But I know it's true because he's not a liar, and he says it. He's gonna, I think, wipe our memories clean. So I promise uh, you, and that in heaven there'll be no remorse. Like, oh no, where's my dog Clyde? I got had a dog named Clyde growing up who was awesome. Right. We used to play football with this big German Shepherd, <laughs> and he was the nicest guy in the neighborhood. I'm right. telling you, he's right. the only one you could trust. Right. We used to put a football jersey on him, and we'd play football. He was big; he could carry a football in his mouth, you know. And we we throw the football and he'd go grab it and then he we, he would run away from us. We'd go tackle him and he right. he let us tackle <laughs> right. him because we could never catch him otherwise. <laughs> so when we tackled him, he dropped the ball. Then we take the ball and we'd run and he tackle us. But he did it in a uh, he was awesome, right? And I'm hoping he'll be there. But I I don't know from the scriptures. Well, so I can't prove that. So he'll be there. actually, I I have a verse for you. Okay, <laughs> make me happy, Johnny. <laughs> I don't I don't know that it will. I don't know that this is going to make anyone happy. Uh, Isaiah sixty five twenty five, for behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's exactly yeah. what you were talking yeah. about. So when we when we think about our, our animals, do they go to heaven? The reality is, we're not going to know, even if they do. Now, now personally, oh my goodness, this is where people are going to turn me off. Please don't turn off the podcast here. I'm the nice guy here. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me dream, Johnny. <laughs> the, okay. The, 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 dude, there's so much truth in that statement. Oh, my goodness, you just killed me. Um, now they love you even more. Please don't unfollow, uh, according to John. And uh, <laughs> I can't believe you even said that. The word so, of God so is true. What I say doesn't mean anything. Right. <laughs> Well, so the thing is, is when we look at this in Isaiah 65, 17, and, and here's the thing, before someone says, well, hey, that's, that's the Old Testament, it doesn't count. Well, you got to remember, Isaiah is a book of prophecy. And, and the book of prophecy in Isaiah is foretelling the time in heaven when, when there's no more earth, uh, everything's burned up, everything that we know here on earth is gone. This is what heaven is going to look like. And he says, listen, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. Then verse 18, though, it goes on and says, which is really encouraging, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I created. For behold, I create Jerusalem as a rejoicing and her people a joy. And so be glad and rejoice forever in what I created. Uh, The truth is we enjoy what God gave us whether it be here on earth or in heaven, and we're going to enjoy it. And the reality is whether animals go to heaven or they don't is not what's important. 
because you're not going to remember anyway, right? Isn't that the former shall not be remembered or come to mind? Yeah. So, so, so you're not going to remember Clyde if he is there. And, and I know people, then people, but, but here's a, here's a concern is some people will say, well, if my, do- if my dog's not in heaven, I don't want to be there. That brings me to, I think, maybe a real important part of this topic. Uh, all things were created for, for God. He puts man on the earth to, to subdue the earth and to, to, uh, to, to be over, overseeing right. the, the kingdom, uh, the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom. And I, I take a look at pets. They're just so in, endearing to us. And I think there's a message that God is speaking to us through our pets. Mm-hmm. You know, I have that, the, these dogs especially. I, I have a cat. Uh, uh, it's a it's a wonderful cat. It's very friendly. You know what cats are good for, don't you? <laughs> I'm afraid to ask. Cat kebabs. <laughs> Kitty fried rice. <laughs> Kitty fried yeah, rice. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> meow shoe pork or meow rice, all that. So, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have a cat, and it uh, it's a it's an outdoor cat. I have a little place for it inside in in the garage. It goes in and out. It does a really good job taking care of a uh, homestead. We have a lot of issues with pests and rodents, and when we have the cat, just she takes no issues. She, she yeah. takes care of business. She's awesome, and she's very friendly and with the children. She's very nice and sweet. She does get under your feet sometimes <laughs> when you're trying to walk. And but God created these pets especially dogs, there's something, you know, the reason they say dogs, best, a man's a best friend. But I think there's something when I, when I see a dog, how he loves me unconditionally. And I'm saying, Lord, let me love you when my dog yeah, loves I was, me. I was going to say a lot of times God, I think God gives us pets so that we can uh, understand love way better. There's uh, dogs are just absolutely amazing. They are amazing. I have I have a mutt, and and of course I'm always saying, uh, man, we need to find you a new home. It's time to let you go, right? Uh, but the reality is, and don't tell anyone I said this. Uh, man, I love that little dog. <laughs> he is he is as as annoying as he can be sometimes, and uh, and every time you move, he's ready to play, and uh, he doesn't shed. Because uh, he, Cha-ching. yeah, but but it cost me sixty five dollars every eight weeks to, to have him groomed. Uh, but he doesn't shed, and uh, uh, man, he loves us. And as soon as we come in the door, he's got a gift in his mouth. His tail's wagging to where you think he's going to dislocate his butt, you know. And <laughs> and I mean, he's he uh, listen. Forget the fact that we haven't been there all day because we had to go out. He doesn't care about that. All he's doing is celebrating his love for us that we're home. And I just, when I see that with, with a, a dog, I'm like, oh, God, I think you've planted this dog in my life yeah. to teach me that I should love you the way he loves me. And, you know, you yell at the dog, and he just totally forgives you. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he'll put his ears back and wait on you to calm down, and then he runs over and gets in your lap. Yeah, just forgiveness is right. complete, instantaneous. Right. So there's things that we can learn from that. And God creates things for our pleasure mm-hmm. god creates things that we can learn about him from and uh it's just a really wonderful part of the human experience uh, having pets but we're living in a society to not, uh, now that this is a question that, that gets asked regularly oh yeah um, yeah regularly. i just i was just talking to a, a lady yesterday and she was telling me how her pet is you know at the, at the end of 
of its life and uh, 13 and a half years old. And, and she's like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do because that dog has been with me through all of my hardships and has loved me and helped me through everything. And, and so I'm praying for her because I know she's got a huge struggle uh, that's coming up and, and she's taking it to the doctor and she's looking to pour money into it. And she's like, the kidneys are failing and I'd, I'd pay for a kidney transplant. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the reality is God has given us animals as a gift to show us love, to fill sometimes, uh, an emptiness on earth that we have, uh, and, and they're, they're a gift from God. Now, I tease people and say, uh, your animal's not going to heaven and I have a verse. Uh, or your, I tell people, your dog's not going to heaven and I have a verse. And they're like, oh, what do you mean? What verse is it? And I said, well, you find it. In, uh, Peter says that we will be without spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, why do I love you so much, man? <laughs> you set me up for it. I set you up for you it because you were waiting on a real verse, right? Yeah, you were like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, so Peter says, look, we're going to be without spot uh, and we'll be without blemish, but that's beside the point. <laughs> so one of the things I want to point out, guys, and and, and, and the biggest the biggest takeaway of all of this as we as we go through this, because I want you to see scriptures and I want you to see what really, really matters here. And what really matters is not so much does our animal go to heaven, but what matters is uh, who is God to me, and God loves me so much, and this is what it looks like. Because God's given us animals as a joy. Uh, but God, uh, humans were specifically created for God's glory, Isaiah 43, 7. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. And so when we, when we look at this, we see, okay, God's focus all throughout scripture. And, and this is, man, this should be a, like, this should excite you. But God's focus all throughout scripture is not animals, it's man. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, let's, let's talk about mankind. Mankind. God commended his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that unconditional love that we see come from our dogs, we get un unconditional love from That's the a Father. beautiful picture of, of unconditional love from God. Now, one of the things I do want to point out, and, and again, because I said earlier that God gives us things for us and for, uh, and he creates everything for his glory and everything has a purpose. Uh, in Psalm 148.3, we see that the Bible is speaking of inanimate objects. And yet, even those are supposed to give God glory. Yeah, the sun, moon, the stars, praising God. Absolutely. Yeah, praise him, sun and moon, praise him, all you stars of light. And it's not that they are, they are glorifying God the way we would, where we would praise him in our heart or everything. It's just shine brightly and I created do your for this task. reason. Yes. It's doing what I, it, it's doing what I created it to do. And that brings glory to God. And that praises God. And God created pets for a purpose yeah and the purpose is to be a blessing to man and there's an element of uh which which i believe when even when the relationship with our animals is right uh that is a form of praising god because we are loving the way we should love now we need to give all that love to god i mean we're not to but but i think i think i really think god uses our animals to teach us 
what real love is. And then we are to transfer that once we've learned it and understood it, we're to transfer that to God. Yeah. Uh, that, once we learn who God is. That unconditional love and a, a word that you just used a moment ago, purpose. This is something that people are actually losing with pets that I think was huge throughout history. Uh, I grew up hunting a lot uh, in Ohio. Oh, you're going to talk about loving pets and then shooting animals. Come on. <laughs> we had hunting dogs. We had rabbit dogs right, 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 and we right. had bird dogs. And blue ticks. And, oh, oh man, coon dogs. That word, you know, getting, that you world, know, yeah. Blue tick uh, coon hunting and go out in the woods with guns with, right. with and alcohol right. as teenage boys. <laughs> guns, alcohol, and dogs. And I tell you, I wore out a half a dozen guardian angels going coon hunting. That is a perfect recipe for something to go wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> Forgive us, Lord. But when you get a, a hunting dog, and we'd say to uh, to to one of the dogs, "Want to go hunting?" Oh, these dogs would—they they understood what you're saying. They would just come into the new world. And uh, we had that that wonderful dog Clyde as a kid. We had a four acre garden. We had no fence. We had deer. Tur- we had all kinds of pests around groundhogs. They were everywhere. No fence. Right. We didn't need a fence because we had a dog. Had a dog. And today you got all the leash rules and. It's true that people did get bit occasionally uh, in those days, maybe more than now. But I'm telling you, uh, now I got a little garden. Well, I got a big garden, actually. You got to fence that thing in. If I could just get a dog without a leash, I live 600 feet off the road. Yeah. But I don't want to, you know, I, I respect my neighbors and all this stuff. But there's a purpose God made. Some dogs are fabulous hunters. Other dogs are, you know, you can train them to be uh, uh, seeing eye dogs. And oh, stuff. oh my goodness. Right. And, uh, and that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. God, God gave us animals as a gift and, and animals truly have taught some people how to love. They teach and, them how to love, but they're, they're like, I just want to, I didn't complete that thought there. The, these dogs are, are designed for certain things. Yeah. And when, when a dog is doing its thing that it's bred for, oh my goodness, they, they are, so are the, happy. They're happy. They are fulfilled and their life is, is complete at that point. And I watch that in their lives. And then it's like, I, as I'm watching them, the Holy Spirit is saying to me, God has a purpose for me. Yeah. And, you know, we try to do things that we're really not cut out to do. Uh, I don't see all the little things imperfections in the sound system like you do <laughs> and the perfect lighting you know i i'm, I, I'm all wired up by the seat I, of my pants yeah. i can fly and <laughs> i drive i uh so for the record uh when when duke gets here i'm i'm like oh so, okay wait a minute, i got justice light i have to do this so on and so forth because the the podcast area is also in my office <laughs> and so I, uh, I'm like, I right, got to move this light, change this light. And he's looking around and, I'm, and he's, whatever. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I don't even see any of it. And I'm going, well, look, let me show you. But the reality in his mind, he's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just here to, I'm just if here to be the nice guy. If your OCD is good, Johnny, that's all that matters. That's, that's right. That's funny. So, but we were talking about, you're talking about, uh, dogs and their purpose and when they're fulfilling their purpose, how full they are. But the truth is how full we are as well. And so when we, when we looked at Psalm 148, 3, how it says, praise him, sun, moon, praise him, all you stars of light. Man, when they are, when they are fulfilling their purpose, that praises God. And, but, but what I want to also point out is uh, going back to humans, because that's God's main con- concern, is um, that humans were uh, created in God's image, but only humans uh, everything else, but, and, and I, I want you to, I want you to see this and, and hear what I'm about to tell you. So God spoke everything into existence except for man. 
when we see in Genesis 1:26, then God said, and, and by the way, this is the first place in scripture that we see a conversation between Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Where, where they, you know, we see, it where, where, we see it where they're talking to one another, if you will. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And so then God created man in his image. Again, as we look at this, we see that animals have a purpose. As, as sun, moon, stars have a purpose. Everything has a purpose under the sun. But God's focus was on, on mankind. Yeah, we are the apple of his eye. Yeah. We, uh, and here's, here's the difference. Humans, uh, when it says made in, in God's image, we have to understand what made in God's image is, and that's mind, will, and emotion. We've talked about this on another podcast. And so humans can reason, and we're able to make intelligent, and, and here's the key, moral decisions. Animals cannot do that. Correct. They operate off of instinct. Now, that's not saying they're not intelligent. Yeah. It's just saying that they can't process information to set down and weigh out the pros and the cons of their decision. They can't do that. They also don't know what's moral. They know what they've been taught and trained to do. And without the teaching and the training, uh, they, they would just bite you or they would, you know, cause there's, there's, there's that wild side, but man is made with intelligence and the ability to weigh out moral decisions and then come to uh, the conclusion of what's right and wrong according to what God has taught us or told us. Yeah, there's animal nature, and I, I love animal husbandry. I've, I have uh, raised a lot of animals on my homestead, goats, and each one has their own little way they do things, and just the way they're wired is so amazing to me. Chickens, ducks, they're just, they just they're, they have their way, and God created that, and they have their purpose. And when I look at this this whole topic, I'm, it's just it just screams unconditional love, especially with dogs, and it screams purpose. And then when when I'm enjoying that about my dog protecting my property from from groundhogs, I never had groundhog problem when you have a dog, right? And if you have a groundhog and you have a garden, it can just wipe you out. And I mean, there's a lot of a lot of time and effort and money that you lose when you live out of that garden. It's a terrible thing. And a simple thing as a dog just being present can fix that so so wonderfully. Yeah, because you know that groundhog's not coming out. Yeah, he just won't even come. He'll right. he he just won't set up camp in that neighborhood. <laughs> right. And if he does once, uh, he's he's gone. The dog will take care of it. So that comes back to me that that God created this for us, for our pleasure, and that we learn from it. I learn from plants. I learn from animals. I really learn from pets. Mm. And it, it, it points me to my purpose. There's things, you know, some dogs are, are, are good for uh, rabbit uh, dogs, and other dogs are, are good for shepherding. I don't know if you've ever watched a shepherd dog work. Oh, my, they're amazing. Unbelievable. They're amazing. But you know what they're doing? They're fulfilling their purpose. And they're so happy, and they're yep. so good at it. And and all while they're fulfilling their purpose, they still want that affection. Absolutely, have a, a experience hunting. Uh, we're out and the beagles are rabbit dogs, and they kick it up, and they they have a way that they bring them around. And if you miss, and you know, we always have a reward for them when, and when we would miss the the rabbit, the dog would just 
<laughs> stop and look like, like look at you like are you serious you pathetic right. loser <laughs> i'm doing all this work and you missed the shot i'm i set you up and you and blew he just it. looks at me like what is wrong with you but he forgives me and he just goes right back to work he, go, he goes right back to work he's like give, all right, give me another all chance right, all right let's do it again so funny uh so one of the things when we were talking about uh making intelligent decisions and again animals are intelligent i'm not questioning their intelligence but it it is not about their intelligence it's about their ability to uh, uh process and make moral decisions and god didn't create animals with the ability to choose right or wrong uh and he did not create animals to accept or reject salvation and that's what it comes down to the key genesis 2 8 through 9 the Lord God planted a garden in east, uh, eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And then it goes on in verse 9, and it says, And out of the ground the Lord had made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so this is all about man. And man being able to process information, everything he made, he made for man. And uh, he didn't make animals. He made animals for man, but he didn't make animals to be over man. And so now we got we have to look at it and just say, uh, okay, you know what? Uh, we are to choose. Man is supposed to choose. Deuteronomy thirty nineteen says, "I call heaven and earth." Uh, says, "I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you." life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. And so, again, we're not seeing anything about animals. Uh, it's all about man. Joshua twenty four fifteen. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I think the key word there is choose. It's choose. You know, with an animal, you put the food down, they're going to eat it. You can't say, okay, I have a, I have a little uh, Clyde over here and a little Smokey over here. Now, Clyde, this is your bowl, and you're a bigger dog, so you get more food. And Smokey, your smaller dog, so this is your bowl. No, wh- whatever food goes out, right. <laughs> Clyde's going to get it first because he's bigger. He's, well, he's bigger, exactly. And, and he's going to eat it all. And his he doesn't process let me sit back and let Smokey get his first. No, it's just, it's instinct. It's Animals instinct. go with instinct. Now they have instinct with intelligence, right. but it's not a moral choice. You know, when uh, I hate to be crude here, but the facts are, if you live in a farm and raise animals and stuff, uh, it's just the way it is. Uh, if if a, 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 a dog goes in heat and you have a male dog, the male dog doesn't really care. It, no, it's just one thing on his mind. Yeah. And, uh, uh, the the instinct completely controls an animal, uh, whether it's a, uh, appetite, uh, whether it's uh, uh, sexual. Uh, it doesn't matter. Realities. It's just it's always instinct. Yeah, and they, and they don't they don't process again. They don't process right or wrong. They just act on instinct. Right. Uh, and now now I, I want to go back to, uh, of course, the plan of salvation is designed for for humans, not for animals. And, 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 and this is, this is the separator, man. This is, and, and again, I'm, uh, obviously I have an animal, uh, I have a dog and, and we had a, prior to this dog, we had another little dog, which was absolutely worthless. Um, I think he had mental issues, but she still loved him. Well, and my girls and my wife loved it. And I look at it and I'm like, you're not even a real dog. He was like, 
like eight pounds. Couldn't he was so tiny, couldn't climb up steps. His his legs were his nose was longer than his legs, I think. And um and I'm like, man, you but this dog loved unconditionally. Uh, uh, the dog before that patches we had for uh, almost 15 years and man you talk about a smart dog and when we had to put her down oh i was crushed just crushed right we took her to the vet and we watched the vet inject her and, and put her down because uh age was just, I mean, just it was uh it was the humane thing to do and um uh but man it was one of the hardest things in our life to do a word you said smart smart really triggered with me just now we had a a dog that we named it hershey (laughs) i thought hershey's a pretty dumb dog and and my kids loved it and uh, i found out really hershey wasn't so dumb it was hershey's uh owner owner (laughs) we my wife got a little but but his owner was ugly and sweet so yes it didn't matter using your words didn't matter but uh, or or, uh, hershey so my wife got a little uh video from the library called good puppy and i learned how to train a dog and i found out uh, hershey was not dumb at all i was the dummy we begin to learn teach the thing commands and you have to get control first and stay and uh, i taught the dog voice commands and my wife and daughters both know sign language they taught uh, sign commands to the dog and the dog and in 30 days learned 21 uh, uh, commands both sign and sound and I, yeah, so he wasn't he he didn't have the problem. No, I was I was the problem there. But there again, as as that was happening, I was amazed. I'm thinking this dog had such fabulous potential that wasn't coming out of it because it, all it knew was its instinct, and it had the capability of learning obedience. That dog wanted right. to obey me, but I had to learn how to communicate right. with the dog. And when I learned to communicate with the dog and let and the dog understood what I wanted him to do. He gladly, right. he was thrilled to be yeah. obedient. Isn't that amazing? I, I, it was like, I'm learning so much from this, what I used to think was a dumb dog. <laughs> but it's just, I'm, I'm so thrilled by right. animals that got created. And so it's- and, and, But again, like you said earlier, that teaches us, uh, it teaches us so many lessons that we could apply between man and God. I think that's the purpose that yeah. God created them. Yeah, that's, man, and you might be 10,000% right. And and when you get that lesson from that dog, it, it thrills your heart, you right, know? Right, And uh, the, the, and then the, the friends would come over, and uh, we used to, it used to be, get the dog out of here, tell him to shut up, and lock him in the room. Then all of a sudden they wanted to see his tricks. Yeah. <laughs> look, look what he can do. And then we're showing off, man. Right, right. Voice command. Right. And my daughters would do sign command. Right. And they're like, right. and the dog's just thrilled. And the yeah. dog's getting all kinds of love. The people well, think the dog the, rocks. You know, the, the dog's biggest pleasure is to please his master. And that's what that's the lesson that that's, that I learned from my right. dog. Like, it, I get... I've learned that joy of, of right, pleasing right. my master. Because because one of the one of the problems, and we talked about this a little bit uh, at the beginning, is sometimes man will will make their pet their god. That's that is, and that's reality. not that's not what God's intention was. A lot of times, I think people have been so hurt, and they just so oh, yeah. they just their their people they're so disappointed in people. They've been so let down by people, and you don't get that from your dog. Exactly. And so their dog becomes a, a major, more and more, and growing m- meets the need in their right. life more and more. 
and I'm thrilled that you know. People but but that means but that means when the when the dog or the cat the whatever animal it is is meeting the needs of the person that means they're not allowing God in to meet the yeah, needs. And so now they're using what God created for them for good as evil. It can almost become an idol. Exactly. And that's, and that's the part that's sad. Yeah. And, and I want to get back to how God sees this is the fact he's like, look, I, I gave you this animal to help you, to teach you, to, to fulfill some, some areas in your life. And, uh, and, but, but here's the thing animals like it goes back to they can't make a moral decision and so if they can't make moral decisions they're not included in the salvation that god has to offer to humans now they don't, they don't I, need a savior they don't have sin they're not sinners they're not sinners right and so uh, uh matthew 121 says and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name jesus for he will save his people from their sins and so animals don't need to be saved from sins because they can't, they don't have the ability to make moral decisions. Right. And so it comes down to, do they go to heaven? Okay. My, my personal uh, belief in all this, and I love my animals, but my personal belief is they don't because Jesus didn't die for the animals. Jesus gave us the animals for our pleasure on earth, I, I believe, like you said, to teach us lessons, to uh, help us see God in a, in a better manner. Because, you know, when you when you see your dog pleasing you and, and how happy the dog is, then you're like, well, man, if, if I please my Lord, my master, uh, I'm going to be the same way because that's how God's wired us. So I think God uses animals to grow us exponentially in amazing ways. I see it uh, on so many different fronts. You know, you have a cat that has a purpose. and I don't the, know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Annoyance, John. <laughs> Listen, my daughter has a cat, and she's talking about getting another cat. And, and I, I looked at her. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of her cat's name now. At any rate, I, I call it Tasty. But anyway, so uh, I'm like, hey, you're, you're fattening that cat up pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would not. Uh, yeah, your humor's anyway. sick. And yeah, I love, exactly I, right. I love that about you. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, I mean, uh, she loves her cat, and her cat loves her. Like she, she'll call us. Uh, she'll call my wife Facetime. You know, and uh, and so we're there talking, and a cat will jump up in her lap and purr and rub up on her chin and her neck and lick her. I mean, this cat loves my daughter, and my daughter loves the cat, and so. God, again, that, that's just God giving us pleasures on earth. Well, something else I've learned about pets, especially dogs and cats, that uh, I'm a puppy, you know, I, I'm the puppy to, towards my wife, you know, oh, you're awesome, you're beautiful, I love you, sit close to me, can I, can I put my arm around you? <laughs> well, you're, hair, you're hairy enough, she can pet you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's a kitty, she's a kitty, like, she walks in like, I know who you are. Right. I might walk over and rub up against you if I feel like it. Right. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. not. We don't know. <laughs> She'll sit across the room and just look at you. Full she, control. She might want over and jump up on, on my lap, uh, <laughs> so but funny. probably not. Right. That is so funny. <laughs> but if she wants to, she will. And it's just, right. uh, you know, so my wife is the kitty and I'm the puppy. Uh, dude, it works, man. It works, right? Uh, so I want to go back. We're going we're gonna to bring this, wrap this up, bring it around. Uh, animals, uh, since they can't reason, uh, they can't make moral decisions. And so they're not, they're not in, in God's offer of salvation. Uh, 
but we're saved through faith in Christ. And you quoted it earlier, John three sixteen. for God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is for people. Now, will there be, uh, uh will there be animals in heaven? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Check this out. Isaiah eleven six, the wolf. So there's going to be dogs there. Real dogs, not, mm -hmm. not original dogs. Yeah. Original dogs, right? <laughs> not, not these little designer junk that we have that I got to pay $65 every eight weeks to, to make them look good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but look here in verse, uh, Isaiah eleven six. the wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion and the fatling together. And a little child shall lead them. I tell people heaven's going to be a giant petting zoo. It will. And, and with, we're all going to be hippies. With no. <laughs> Living with, off the land, Johnny. That, right. That, and we're going to. I know we are. Um, I'm, I'm already ahead of you on that game. I, right. Yeah. You're, you're already. So that means you're going to be, uh, you're going to be the supervisor of the garden. I'll be showing you how to do it on the other side, <laughs> Johnny. Yeah, absolutely. You're my tech guy here. I'm your agricultural guy there. And, and i and I'm happy with that. Um, Isaiah, because if you've seen my garden, golly, at any rate, uh, nothing's grown in it in years. Isaiah 11, 7 through 9. The cow and the bear shall graze. Their young ones shall lie down together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole. And the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not, uh, this goes on in verse 9, um, they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So here's what we see. There will be animals in heaven. There'll be no threat of the animals in heaven. They will be uh, pets. And, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pet the animals. We're going to play with the animals. We're going to enjoy their company. They're going to enjoy our company. And in heaven, there'll be no danger. If we pay attention to it, even in this passage, we see that animals are for man's pleasure. Can I get a little crazy on you for a moment? Please. <laughs> Not only do I know there'll be animals in heaven because God says so, it actually names no, numerous kinds of animals, but I think God's going to bring back extinct animals. The DNA he, he that he was in all of that. So we'll get that. to see the uh, the dinosaurs. I think so. You can come pet my, my pet dinosaur. You right. can play with it, right. you know. The Flintstones live again. Right. The Duke Stones. <laughs> That's right. Well, I don't know. I'm not even going to argue it, but here Isaiah 65, just, just 25. Leave me in my little right. biblical I'm, fantasy. Yeah, here. I'm going to let you have it, brother. Okay. I mean, I'm not even, listen, uh, nowhere in the scripture does it talk about dinosaurs being in heaven, but it doesn't say they're not going to be in heaven. That's right. So we leave it don't up to you. Add to or take <laughs> away, John. <laughs> I'm going to let you have your fantasy. Just leave me alone. That's right. Uh, <laughs> it would be cool, though, to. to be very cool. It would be a T. Can you imagine uh, a T Rex? Can only imagine. Can you imagine getting a hug by a T Rex? <laughs> <laughs> you had to see that on video. Sorry. Um, all right. So in Isaiah 65 25, the wolf and the lamb shall feed together. The lion shall eat straw like the ox, and the dust shall be the serpent's food. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountains, says the Lord. So again, what we're seeing and what God's showing is that animals are going to be there. 
and and we're going to have the wolf and the lamb. We're going to have the bear, and we're going to have cows. I mean, we're going to have so so. You may be right in having dinosaurs. I might be. In the meantime, leave me alone. <laughs> and but what I want to see is, or what I want to show you is, animals will be in heaven, but they're going to be for the same purpose that they are here on earth, and it's for our pleasure, whether it is for the food or for the fun. Uh, for uh, uh, whatever it is, animals are for man's pleasure on earth as it is in heaven. Well, here's a question I can't answer also. Will animals be eaten in heaven? That, that's another. I don't think so. There. I, 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 and here's why I don't think so. But this is, this is my thought process. I don't think there will be because there will be no shedding of blood in heaven. Yeah, I think you answered my question, John. But, you know, heaven without bacon, come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being silly here. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but it's I, a sweet topic. It is, it's man. It's a sweet topic. It, it is. And, and I just think the, the, whole, the whole idea of, of this podcast is to get us to put things in perspective. Just get Jesus in the center. He created yeah. this thing. He, he created it for our pleasure. It's going to be way better in reference to animals in heaven than we've yeah. ever known anything here on earth. Man, you got me all pumped. I'm almost right. ready to go home and make my <laughs> phone call to Florida to get my rescue greyhound dog. <laughs> you need you need to do that. You need to go uh, and get your dog, man. I uh, One of the things also I want to point out is that uh, in this whole process, and, and again, we, we have seen throughout Scripture that God made man uh, in his glory for his glory. God made animals and everything on earth for us to enjoy uh, and have dominion over. It's the next level down. It, it's the next level down. And and when we when we go through this and we look at it, we see all through Scripture that uh, God wants us uh, for him. And animals are a part of a gift. And even in heaven, animals are still for us. Uh, for us, it's, you know, we're going to enjoy their company, uh, but God is going to be God. He's going to be on the throne. Animals are going to be in heaven, but we cannot insist that, that God uh, orders things according to our desires. And that's one of the things we have to be careful of. Isaiah 65, 17 says, for behold, and remember, we've talked about before the word behold means I have something to say, listen, right? For behold, I create new heavens and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. And we talked about that earlier. And then in uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 9, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard. You quoted this one. That's mine. Nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And, and what we have to see here is it really, yes, we want our animals there, but we're not going to remember them. Because our mind, it's, we, Isaiah says it's not going to be in our mind of, of the past. I think we're, it's going to probably be people we don't remember, too. Uh, absolutely. And then uh, in in uh, Corinthians here, uh, guys, don't, don't minimize what God has for us by holding on to what God gave us to enjoy while we were here. Don't worship the creation more than the creator. Yeah. And Romans, dude, that's a great point because Romans talks about how people chose to worship uh, the created things over the one that created them. Let, you know, I, and my wife, when we were first meeting in those early days, I was out of the world. She was out of the world. We just want to do everything God's way. And, and Psalmist talks about, let us glorify God together. 
and you know, I want to glorify God together with my pets. I worship yeah. God. I enjoy my pets, but I don't want to worship my pets. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that I'm, I'm I'm outside of the boundaries of God's purpose. You can be outside God's bur- purpose with food, with sex, with pets. So we have to always have that balance. Yes. Yeah. And and so this is what we're going to end it on. This is the best advice uh, for us uh, to love our pets and enjoy them uh, while they're here with us. And then we have to trust God for everything in the future. Psalm 8411 says this, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give, the Lord will give grace and glory. And here's the key. This is what we got to trust. Good. This is good, Johnny. Isn't this good? So this is where we got to land, guys, the most important place and the most important thing. No good thing will he, God, withhold from those who walk uprightly. If your concern is, will my pet go to heaven? Um, What I want you to understand is God says, listen, if you walk in my grace, in my love, seeking my face, make me your God, you walk upright, you walk in righteousness. There's no good thing that I'll withhold from you. So with that being said, is it your animal? I don't, I don't know, but here's what I know. That God loves us so much that he gave us the animals on earth to enjoy. He gave everything for a purpose. He died for mankind, not animals. There's nowhere in scripture where Jesus died for anything but the man, the human being. And then we are to trust God that he won't withhold any good thing. You know what I'm seeing here, John? You got a tender side. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. No. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I love it. Because, uh, dude, you shouldn't point that out. Um, that is so funny. Uh, listen, guys, love your pets. Lo- I mean, I love my dog. I really do. I don't tell anyone that. So, shh. But I love, his name's Bentley. And he is, I know, right? Because he's first class. He's a Bentley. He's cool. And he's lovable. And he's annoying. And, um, man, he constantly has to have attention and be in your lap and he'll he will like in the morning when it's time to wake up you just love you just love uh god like bentley loves you you'll be right exactly and that i think is the key does it matter if my dog goes to heaven i'm not going to remember anyway but here's what matters god loved me so much that he allowed such an incredible little creature into our life that my girls love and my wife loves and that I love and we enjoy the gifts that God has given us on earth. And no matter what happens, whether they go to heaven or they don't go to heaven, God's going to shine brighter than them anyway when we're there. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Guys, I hope that this has helped you. I hope that it answers questions and I hope it encouraged you. Not, Not that you're assured your animal's going to heaven, but you're assured that God loves you so much that gave you such a great gift. And when we get to heaven, we're going to thank him and praise him for all that he has done and given to us. Thank you for joining us on According to John. If this has helped you, please like, share, subscribe, follow, and have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless.